Hey guys, this is Rob and welcome to question number 58. How do you manage your dreams? It's my conversation with singer-songwriter and dream manager. Holy crap, I'd never heard of that before. But her name is Lacey Gook. She's a friend of mine and this conversation gets deep. All right, here's here's my promise to you. My promise is that I'm going to be open and honest with this conversation with Lacey as we break down different categories of learning to give yourself permission to dream about your future. But man, I tell you right now, this one gets deep. And if you dive into it with us, walk through it with us, this could change your life. What are the steps to the dream manager? program (laughs) so before we get into that uh i'm gonna start with like a dream storming session okay so we're just gonna let you dream okay and i'm gonna do it with you yes because i haven't done this in a while either and the thing that i liked what you said was eight months ago i was sure i had the next steps now i'm maybe a little more uncertain or you know kind of wondering what those next steps are This program is for anyone, no matter where they're at. You don't have to be experiencing a big change. You could be, but you don't, it's not necessary for you to be able to dream. Yes. Like uh, a dream is not, it doesn't have to be this far out, huge, gigantic concept. A dream could be as small as, um, you know, I've been meaning to clean the window ledges in my home for months. Yeah. A dream of like that cleanliness and that awakening, right? Interesting. So, yes. Like you see something in your mind's eye that exists yeah. but doesn't exist yep. physically yet. Yep. Where do you live? In the city. Do you have a house? Apartment. On a rent? Rent. What do you do for a living? Lots of things. Where's your office? Don't have one. How come? It's a long story. Do you have kids? No, I don't. How come? What's your record for consecutive questions asked? 38. <laughs> There's no way to start a podcast. But you like it when I do stuff like this. That's why you bring it to the table. Uh, probably. No, definitely. <laughs> no, I bring it to the table so you can be yourself and because it's an excuse to hang out with you. Okay. I should probably say, for those of you joining us for the very first time, my name is Rob Morgan. And for the past 10 years, I've been traveling the world as a bassist and music director. This doesn't sound scripted at all, does it? This is my podcast where I sit down over drinks on location with intriguing people I've met to try and get past what it is they do to find out who they are why they do it and what I can learn from them. I'm joined as always by my wife, Sarah. Yep. I'm here. (laughs) Side note. I have been carrying around. I've decided to. I'm bored. (laughs) I've decided. I've been carrying a pencil instead of a pen. That's really it. That's the whole story. That's I, I think it's fascinating. It's been kind of a game changer. You should always carry a writing utensil with you to take notes. Is that just me? Do you do that? Yes. Every woman has a pen in her purse. All right. Moving on. Th- these intros, every week we're drinking a pint mm. of Guinness, but we we have no Guinness in the house. So here's the deal with this conversation, how it came about. Lacey is a singer-songwriter here in Minneapolis, and I m- met up with her last week because I was going to interview her for my daily Guinness episodes because I heard the most fascinating story about her. She went to get her hair cut, and just like, like we all do, yes. she went to get her hair cut. And while she was there, she was having her hair washed uh, before a salon, salonist, 
The hairstylist. The hairstylist. Before they were you're, cut- you're making things up. A salonist. I don't know. As the hairstylist was was washing her hair, they were having a conversation, and she mentioned to Lacey that she, there was another girl in the same salon that was there to shave her head. Oh, because, right. I forgot this story. Yeah, because she was going uh, through chemotherapy. And Lacey said to the salons, the style from the salonist, what's wrong with me Let right now? I'm go. ruining a it's great story. <laughs> uh, she talked to the, the hairstylist and she said, hey, stop for a second. You sh- Can you go talk to this other girl and ask her if she's all right if I shave my head with her? Now, here's the deal. We were talking about this whole situation with her and her hair, and I, as I was asking her, how, where, where does this come from within you? I found out that she had this really obscure job called a dream manager for the time being. This program breaks down your dreams and goals into different categories, and she was telling it to me, and it was so fascinating. I said, listen, what if we sat down and recorded a longer conversation where you go through and you just tell me about these categories? I feel like people listening to this podcast podcast would find this inspiring. And I feel like everybody deals with some kind of version of that. Well, and I think that that's healthy. I think if you, obviously discontentment isn't healthy, but there's, I think it's a healthy to always be wanting to move forward and yes. better yourself. So. Yes. Oh man. And I told, as we were talking, I mentioned that this is crazy timing for me because I am in this massive season of transition in my life. The future for me is unknown what's going to happen. And I, I think this would be a perfect thing for me to even think about. She said, she said, let me throw this at you. What if we sat down and we record a podcast episode, but instead of me just breaking down the categories did she actually dream manage you? Yeah. What She said, what if I walk you through the entire program? And my first reaction was, hell yes, this is going to be a blast. And you walk me through it. I'll answer questions. And uh, we'll break it down and people can follow along and they can write down their own answers. They can think about it too. So yes, I, she's breaking stuff down for me. They can help other people. That was my first, that mm-hmm. was my first response. My second response was, holy shit. I don't know if we should do this mm-hmm. because the only way to properly do it is I've got to be completely transparent and honest. And I feel like it's really extreme to say that I told her that, you know, my, even with the podcast, the way I handle myself in conversations with people, how I interact, I feel like I'm going to look back as podcast before Lacey and podcast after Lacey. Mm. And I feel like if someone takes this seriously and goes through this, no matter where you're at in life, you will feel the same way too, because I really genuinely believe that this is a massive gift she gave us. So here's what we're going to do. I'm going to break this down into two episodes. I'm going to play for you our interview and she is going to break it down. You'll hear the different questions she's going to ask me to write down and brainstorm my different hopes and dreams within certain categories. But when you hear this sound, Pause the podcast. You can even stop what you're doing, put this podcast on hold, and sit down, work through this with us. Then I'll come back, and she and I will talk about my answers and her a couple of her answers throughout this, and we'll work through the whole thing together. Now, what I think is fascinating with this, Sarah, is that here's what I'm going to do the secondary podcast episode. Because I feel like this isn't a single process, I'm going to make a second episode that I'm going to call a guide to managing your dreams. And that is going to be a bre- an abbreviated episode of this. It's going to mm. be in partnership with this. It's yeah. going to be similar to hers, except instead of the sections where we come back and talk about it, 
It's just going to be her introing it and then reading the questions and maybe something afterwards. So that if you go through this, you find it helpful, maybe once a month you want to come back to that episode of A Guide to Managing Your Dreams and you can just run it through. It's going to be shorter. Yeah, I like that. All right. You had some spittle on your lip that was distracting me, but you got it. Oh my gosh, yeah. (laughs) All right, by the way, so before we dive into this episode... Uh, last thing, if you stick around to the end, Lacey has a CD release. Come, oh my gosh, you're dancing and distracting me. Sorry, it was a, a yawn dance. It was a yawn dance. All right, Lacey has a CD release this weekend at Astro Cafe in Minneapolis. If you're listening to it this week, go check it out. It's April 13th at 9 p.m. If you're listening to this and you're not in Minneapolis and you didn't and you aren't able to make it to it, I'm going to leave a link in the show notes below. You can check out her music can head over to our website, download it on iTunes, but if you stick around to the very end, I'm going to play a song of hers called Over Again for you. All right, that's it. Let's dive into this. Well, the song is called Over Again. Yes. Is that what I said? Over Again? You, you said Over Again for you, but you I'm said play it like... The song Over Again for you. I'm going to play the song <laughs> Over Again for you because I just played it right now. I'm confused. No, the song is called Over For You. No. No, <laughs> no you're confusing me. Okay, the song is called Over Again. For you. For you. Over you again. For the you. song Four. is called Over Again, and I'm going to play that song <laughs> under that title for you <laughs> very, at the end of our conversation. Very good. All right. Here's my conversation about managing your dreams with Lacey Gook. This is going to get heavy real quick. Oh. It is. You keep adding these little things. Okay. <laughs> Here we go now. Uh, top notch, my boy. Top notch, po' boy. No, my boy. Oh, my boy. First question I have for you, and I'm going to ask you to write down everything before we talk about it, so it'll probably be a series of pauses yeah. and whatnot. Yeah. Should uh, I write this in a notebook that I keep? Yeah, you'll keep that. Oh, really? Keep that. Oh, thanks. Yeah, I just had it lying around anyway. Here you go. I I can't believe we're doing this right now. This is so awesome. Thank you for making time, by the way. Yeah, thanks for having me. Oh, man, this is so fun. This is as fun for me as it is for you, I promise. Okay, so first question I have. If you were given $100 million today, and you don't have to write down, yeah, just no. $100 million today, (laughs) how would you spend the money, and how would you spend... The rest of your life go Man, it's so funny because a hundred million dollars is so it's that's so crazy it's so mm-hmm. astronomical that's the one thing i want to encourage you to get away from okay don't take pause from writing something because you're justifying it it's like no that's too small yeah um or on the other end don't let yourself not write something because it's too big or too mm. far away anything that comes to your mind write it down interesting Does that help? Yeah, it does. All right, what do you got so far? The first thing I would do is I would pay off all like student loans. I still student loans. So any any overages we rent and then I'd pay off all family stuff Mm -hmm. too because a hundred million dollars. You just take care of everybody. And then the next thing I would do is before I did anything with it, I would take an entire month off. Time off is super rare. A lot of times, so I take an entire month off and just go travel mm-hmm. all over the world in Europe. And Sarah and I travel quite a bit by ourselves yeah. right now because it's just a priority. So I'd probably do that. Why a month? That's the first amount of time 
that came to mind because I've realized I I can't do time off. Mm-hmm. So it couldn't be I'm gonna take a year and just travel the world. Yeah. That does not. That sounds like a living hell to me. Okay. Because I just I would uh, get so bored. Yeah. But I feel like a month would be something where have that have downtime, uh, travel a bit, and then because I love doing stuff. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. I would invest it to the point where it would be able to generate its own income yep. and so be uh, perpetual and I wouldn't have to worry about that. I think I would set up some sort of grant to allow other people... I would love to do that in the future. Set up some sort of grant to allow people to explore something creative that they don't have the means to. Did so you write that down? I did. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. Because most of it is helping other people play music if that makes sense yeah make music and stuff why is that important to you well i have i mean being a bass player it's always been supportive i've never been a songwriter myself so i and i've recently recently realized that in the past few weeks that I'm all about helping other people tell their stories okay and as a bassist i'm always partnering with artists to help them how do we take your music and make it a reality? Yeah. Like bridging that gap as a conduit. That's kind of my thing. Yep. So I'm just passionate about being a part of that process with people. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. That's super cool. Yeah. Very so um, yeah. Yeah, that's I get I get in the weeds when I am thinking about doing just project like solo projects for myself. Yeah. I'm very much more band or helping someone's make someone's vision a reality. So what are some of those like, so you talked about wanting to help other artists. Yeah. What would you do for you? (laughs) I would, um, that's a good question. Oh man, this is so, this is, I'm 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 reminding myself to push through because it feels so uncomfortable talking about myself. I've never Mm -hmm. done this. Before, I'm always interviewing other yeah, people. Yeah, I flipped so, it a little yes. bit. <laughs> yes, very much so. I've been, because of this thing, people on posting stuff online uh, about the change, I get a lot of people saying, oh man, that's so inspiring that you're taking a leap of faith. But what people don't see is that I had I had a motorcycle of a buddy of mine. I love riding bikes uh, that I was going to buy this spring. And because of this change, I can't afford to do that so yeah. there's all these things like selling some music gear mm-hmm. so I would do I would I'd buy like a motorcycle I'd buy yeah. us a house somewhere I'd buy us a write place those down. in New York <laughs> see I didn't even write it down because yeah write them down alright but I would encourage you to like come back to that yeah. question like if you think of other yeah. things what did you write down Were you, are you writing um, some of this down yeah so I wrote down like you I would pay off my debts mm-hmm. pay off my family's debts mm-hmm. invest yeah. a big chunk of it so it can keep growing yeah. right um, and then for the rest of my life I would tour and do music, and mm-hmm. I would um, volunteer around the country. Um, yeah. So that would include like getting my nursing degree and like trying to help other yes. areas and like, just Brilliant. giving back. Yeah. So like that's how I would spend it. Yeah. Um, do you but, feel like your questions change after doing this with other people? My questions change. What Not do you your mean? questions change. Sorry, your <clears throat> answers. Would you feel like your answers? It was interesting because I I compared it. I was like, oh, I wonder what I said because this is the same. I'm using the same journal that I used yes. when I started this program. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, I wonder if I have that in here. 100 million tomorrow, money and rest of life. Pay off student loans, buy recording equipment and studio time. Yes. Travel plus ESL and clean water programs, so like giving yeah. back around the world. Invest, pay off family's debts. Yeah. Same thing. I mean, Sweet. Which is cool. Yeah, yeah. 
because you know you grow and you think that you change so much or like you know mm. things are so different in your yes. day-to-day life which I was in a very different place yeah but ultimately I find that my dreams stay pretty static which is mm-hmm. odd yeah considering so much change occurs yes so we're done with the intro question <laughs> So funny. All right. All right. I'll, I'll move past with this. <laughs> no, it's cool. What I want you to do is for each category, I want you to think of five to seven dreams per category. Okay. So we're just going to knock them off one by one and we'll talk about them and I'll give you time to write and then we'll talk and then we'll okay. go on to the next one. Sound yeah. good? Yeah. Okay. So the first category is adventure. So adventure dreams like do you want to travel? Do you want to skydive? Do you want to, I yeah. don't know, other yeah. adventure things? Yeah. So five to seven things. Go. All right, what yeah. do you got? Motorcycle tour. I would travel all over the place, all over Europe with Sarah. Okay. There's like a bunch of countries we haven't, we want to hit. Which, uh, by the way, each of those could be a, could be a dream. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, in, in specifics. If yes. you want to. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if you want to break it out and really like visualize oh, yes. it. I would love to visit every continent. I would love, I mean, so this adventure thing is crazy to me because I would, I love, there's a place in the world I wouldn't go. And I'm second guessing myself like, are these big enough? Are there other categories of adventure? It's really interesting yeah. to me that you're like, I don't think these are big enough. Like you're so reserved that your ideas aren't, like they don't hold enough like wait, to, wait yeah, yeah to be considered like are you stuck on the the idea of a dream like is that i'm wondering where like what's holding you back from things that you consider to be smaller i guess um put so much weight on each answer that yeah. i'm i just find okay is this really something that i want to write down and say i do because only five to seven i need to make sure each one counts Interesting. I mean, you can have as many as you want <laughs> by the way yeah, like totally. seven is just the baseline yeah. number that the program uses yeah. to help people like it is a goal right yeah, yeah. like to get to seven yes so if you have more please write them write down. down yeah 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 because i struggle with that too i got stuck at four like oh it's not enough yeah here i am like and let yourself say, dream yeah <laughs> interesting yeah this is already telling me some stuff about myself why mm-hmm. yeah okay. all right let's move on to the next one all right so next category is physical dreams so, do you want to run a marathon? Do you want to, you know, you know, incorporate three veggies and three fruits a day? Like, as specific yeah, as, yeah. or as general yeah. as you want to go with it, you know? Yeah. What do you got? <laughs> as I'm sitting here, as I'm sitting here, I'm instantly, I'm thinking ahead of our conversation after we write <laughs> things down and me having to explain this to you right now that this is probably one of the most difficult ones in my life if I were to do to write down a dream category <laughs> this one would be the most difficult thing really? this is probably the greatest psychological pain point in my life is related to physicality I was always the super I was a late bloomer super okay. uncoordinated yeah crazy yeah crazy uncoordinated so anything that had to do with um, physicality and sports or whatever was always the greatest um, source of uh, mental pain and ridicule growing up mm-hmm. for me so right now uh, I have certain goals like pull-ups I want to do a certain amount of pull-ups I've never dreamt about physical goals yeah. outside of those just getting down to a certain weight being in shape 
Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. So. But also, I you told me like only have two written down as well. Oh. I'm seeing here. Yeah, yeah. I didn't even as I'm saying, so. I was thinking about yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. All right. Joe, touche. Well played. Uh, yeah, and for me, I have a weight like I have a goal weight too. So yeah. I broke that down into four separate like mini goals. Interesting. Like, yes. First, get down to this. Then get down to this. Yeah, then yeah, get down yeah. to that. Um, because another part of this process is when you achieve your goals, you get to mark them off and yes. you know, write the date that you achieved it. Yes. Right? Cool. Okay, I can break those down. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cool. Um, another one of my physical goals is like we talked about this tattoo. I want to get this whole thing filled in. Yes. Right. So yeah. it's physical but it's also adventure and it's also like other areas yes, okay. so i think what you'll find is as we go through these yeah um like we might get to category four and like oh yeah, yeah but i also have this physical dream or i also have this adventure dream yes. and they kind of start working together yeah okay so if you get stuck don't worry about it yeah we can always come back to it All right okay anything else you want to <laughs> chat about your your patience and diving in deep with this stuff is just it's uh <laughs> it's mind-blowing to me thank yeah. you it's just, uh, it's very fun for me. All right, next one. Uh, let's go to emotional. So this program uh, is interesting because, you know, we think of emotions as being like happy, sad, joy, grief, whatever. Mm -hmm. But this program specifically discusses emotional in terms of relationships in your life. Okay. So, you know, the emotional relationship you have with your wife, with mm -hmm. friends, with coworkers, with you know, whomever you mm. might chat with. So this could be, for me, it's like, call my grandma, call my mom, um, make sure that I remember to tell people happy birthday. Make a, make a, one of mine is making a list of everyone's birthdays so I don't forget it. So yes. stuff like that, the emotional relationships in your life. What kind of goals do you have there? All right, I'm gonna pause you. Yeah. Where you at? I've got a ton. My wife and I are crazy awesome friends, mm -hmm. and we've got a really great thing going. And so most of it is just the maintenance of a friendship. Yeah. Within that, uh, and yeah, and so I have. I loved the the birthday list. Yeah. I think that's massive. I would love to do make sure I'm on that because I'm I've been procrastinating that for years. Well, and it. I also think it ties us into Facebook. Like it's yeah. another thing that. I don't know how you feel about Facebook, yes. but it's another thing that kind of like, oh, Facebook always reminds us I have to go on there. Like it's yes. just another, yes. so it's taking it, it away. It's like a watch in your phone. The the, mo yep. the biggest importance of having a watch is so I don't get attached to having to pull up yep. my phone every time I want to see the time. Yep. Be attached to that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Yeah, because Facebook is the ultimate. And I also think like it's such a, it, it, a Facebook, hey, happy birthday on your wall. It's so easy. It's lost its importance now. Yep. Um, to me, at least. Mm -hmm. Whereas, if you can text someone or text them the day before their birthday, yep. I don't know, whatever it is. Yeah. Interesting. Yep. Uh, I like that a lot. I'm constantly apologizing in my life. The small apologies. I think I would just cut that out and leave apologies for times when they really weighed. Does that make sense? Absolutely. And they were genuine when you do apologize instead of just a quick, hey, sorry. Sorry I missed yesterday. Sorry, yeah. it wasn't not apologizing for my own limits for texting people back. I have my phone off a lot yeah. for myself, which is productivity. I'm constantly apologizing. Hey, sorry, you, you, you texted me yesterday. I didn't get back to you till today. I shouldn't apologize for that. No. Anyways. Uh, That's a really good yeah. one. I'm going to write yeah. that one down. I'm the king of small apologies. Literally, it's been, it's been this last week I've... I've 
just about every other text I've had to pull back and be like, nope, I'm not going to apologize for that. I'm not, I'm not going to, just going to own it. Yep. Uh, next one. Yeah. Intellectual. Do you want to write a book? Do you want to write a blog? Do you want to, I don't know, I get stuck. Do you want to uh, take a cooking class? Yeah. Like, you know, things that you want to learn, knowledge you want to mm. consume, ways to expand your mind. Oh, man. Yeah. All right, what do you got so far? Oh, man. I could go all day dumping that because for me mm. it's insatiable yeah. amount of this. Uh, I, I, I need to be I would like to be more disciplined in reading at least an hour a day I love reading but if I put it last on my list anyways uh, I, I want to relearn sign language I learned that as a kid oh, cool. through my church yeah yeah and I thought it was the cheesiest thing ever I was like oh my parents are making me do this but now that I'm adult yeah. the little bit that I do know it is it's so valuable and I think I would do that I've always said learn another language but I think it'd just be relearning a refreshing yeah. sign language yeah. um Write a book is a for sure. That's going to happen. Uh, give a TED Talk or more public speaking. Oh, cool. Yeah, I would love to do yeah. talks. Uh, and that that list from talking on things, teaching uh, things, whether they're blogs, I have a huge list. Let me pause that. you for yeah. one second. So you said give a TED Talk or public speaking? Yes. Is that how you wrote it down to? Yes. I would encourage you to break those out. Give a TED Talk is one. Okay. More public speaking is a separate one. Those are okay. two separate things. Because to me, it almost feels like, well, I'd like to give a TED Talk. But if I can't do that, I'd at least like to do this. Yes. You know? Yeah. Own it. Give yeah. a TED Talk. Oh, so good. Okay. Mm, maybe this could go down emotional, but med I need to be meditating every day. Sometimes I'll let... That goes into my morning routine. But sometimes it slacks. It's the first thing to go. But it's meditating. also... That, that one fits in a lot of areas, right? Yeah, it does. Yeah, that so, does. Right, yeah, yeah, right so down here. I got here. that down. Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Okay, cool. Awesome. What do you have? Uh, I want to read more, like at least one book a month. I want to practice piano an hour every day. My piano has just been slacking since I've been writing my own music. Um, I want to get a voice coach. Uh, I yeah. want to. I want to learn how to all grain brew. I've done it a little bit. Yes. But like I don't like I want to do it myself and have my own setup. Yes. Have you done partial grain? Yeah. At home? Yeah. Extract it. Yeah. Partial grain. Yeah. Um, and then I want to make wine, so I yeah. haven't done that. I bought a kit the other day. Yes, oh, that'd be awesome. Oh, I got an Italian Montepulciano. Really? Like, oh man, that would be a But we have this blast. like discount store for all yeah. the returns and stuff. So really, it's like five bucks for thirty <laughs> bottles of wine. Yes. I cannot wait. Oh. Uh, and then I also I want to be fluent in Spanish. I was yeah. like kind of okay at it, and then yeah. I stopped, and now it's yeah. just relearning it. Interesting. So. Yeah. Yeah. So those are some of mine. I love that. Cool. So, next one is spiritual. Okay. So, faith-based goals, it could be, again, this could be meditation. This could be going to church. This could be, you know, involving music at church or, which I know is your yeah. life for the last yeah. however long. So, maybe it's not involving yeah. music at yeah. church. Uh, yeah, spiritual. Hmm. All right, what do you got? Oh, man. This is... This is interesting. The first one, or the last one I wrote down would be the first one. I think the biggest thing is to own. I've been beating around the bush out of not wanting to ruffle pet feathers or seeming um, uh, insensitive to mm -hmm. other friends in my. Because a couple weeks ago or this last month, I left 
playing at modern pop rock and roll Christian churches. Mm-hmm. And I have been very sensitive to not speaking my mind and giving the real reasons directly and clearly to people because the majority of my friends still do that yeah. in town if you play with someone in Minneapolis. Yeah. So I am a part of the spirituality. I want to own the answer to why I did that from now on. Every time someone asks me, I want to be honest and not beat around the bush. Yeah. Bushed. But bush. <laughs> if that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, it does. Um, because of the unhealthiness that, for me personally, of being uh, playing in churches constantly as my main source of income when I'm in town uh, over the past few years, I any exploring faith-based books has been has taken a back burner. So I'd love to. I want to read and explore some a faith-based book. I want to read something. Yep. Um, how about you? Um, I want to find a church here. That's the yeah. big one right See, now. The, I, I, love, I love this. I, lo- I love it. It can be more opposite. Not opposite, but... You know, yeah. You know. Just like we're in different, you know... You need to be different places. Yeah. Okay, I will say that what's fascinating with all this dream stuff to me is, yeah. say you and I are both janitors working the same job doing the same thing. Because we're at different places in life and have different personalities, it could be the most fulfilling thing and exactly the thing you need right now, mm-hmm. and it could be killing me. So it's very, I'm very, I want to be very specific of the non-judgment of things. So I, that's why I love, I love this. Yeah. yeah it's really interesting. Like every person really has their own path. Yes. And so I think, side note, apart from that, I think people often have a tendency to compare themselves to others and the journeys of other people. Like my yes. journey is not your journey. Your journey is not his journey or her journey. Right. No. And I think. Another thing that this just really reminds me of is the idea of, like, in music, comparing yourself to other artists. Like, if, you know, other people, like, so-and-so gets a gig that you really want it. Like, why did they get that? Like, mm. I should have got that. Or, you know, I could have done that. Yes. You know, and having these feelings of jealousy or whatever they are. It's yes. Like, their journey is not my journey. Like, they should have success. I will have success also if I work for it. You know, yes. and it's like... You know, this tries to help pull us back and let us live our own. Okay. So well spoken. Okay. Cool. Uh, next one is material dreams. So things that you want. New clothes, new motorcycle, you know, whatever it is. Five new motorcycles. <laughs> yeah, you just call this motorcycle <laughs> dreams. <laughs> this is always the hardest one for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you ever watch the Harry Potter movies? Yes. Uh, do, you, do you know in, I think it's the set, first or second one, where there is, Harry finds the, the mirror, mm-hmm. uh, and there's this whole thing, especially in the books, where Dumbledore it talks about the most content person in the world just will, will just see themselves. And so for most of these things, I, I, when I, wonder, I wonder how much that concept is making me hesitant about all these things. About, this is showing me my, oh, I'm hesitant to say I want anything than what I have right now. Any, yeah, I think. Do you I feel think guilty about that. I 100, percent and yeah. I think that just I we just uncovered. I think I feel guilty mm-hmm. about wanting anything more than I have right now in life at all. Hmm. Interesting. I think interesting. everything I every I think every page I'm turning and writing down is making me feel guilty. Yeah, that's why this category in particular is difficult for me, too. Yeah. Because, like, you know, there's wants and there's needs. Yeah. And a lot of this is what we want. 
not what we need, right? We are privileged people. Um, where we sit, we are yeah. privileged. We are blessed beyond belief. You know, mm-hmm. shelter, food, clothing, water. We've mm-hmm. got it. Yeah. Right. So anything beyond that, like, why do I want that? I don't need that. Uh, yeah. But I desire it. Is it wrong to desire it? I, I don't think it is. Speaking of Oprah, circling back, I'm listening to uh, yes. This Is Me by Chrissy Metz. Do you watch This Is Us, the show This Is Us? I haven't been. I ha- Sarah's been watching it. She loves that show. Oh, yeah. I'm obsessed with it. Really? But uh, Kate from This Is Us, yes. it's, it's her, her book, and she talked about how she got to meet Oprah one time. Yeah. Um, Oprah invited her over for lunch to her yeah. home. And there are two things that they talked about. One of them was, like, I have all of this money now. What do I do with it? Chrissy was concerned because she had all of this stuff and now is her family expecting big gifts? Like, does she get them a car? Does she get them, Mm. you know, how big does she need to go for Christmas? Or does she not want to make them feel bad by doing too much? You know, what do you do? Interesting, yes. Um, And Oprah said, give them what you want to give them. Uh, It doesn't matter what you have. It matters what you want to give. I don't know. It was just a very interesting because, you know, Oprah, you get a car, you get a car, you get yes. a car, right? Yeah. Yeah. And it's like if you get them a Lexus this year, what are they expecting next year? You know, so just give what you want to give. Don't worry about how people may feel about it. Give what means something to you. And that was a very interesting concept to me of like giving, but also being able to, like, Chrissy's trying to receive um, her income. Mm-hmm but feels like she needs to give it. It was just a very interesting oh concept. Um, one more thing yeah. on that. Sorry, this is like not mm. even really related to that, but also another thing that Oprah talked about. So Chrissy said, this is such a beautiful home. Yeah. And Oprah goes, it is, isn't it? She didn't say, oh, thank you, and shrug it off. She willingly accepted oh. And acknowledge, yes. yeah, it's oh, like it's, it gives me goosebumps thinking. Yeah, I, I, that's like so far from what I would be like naturally. Uh, mm-hmm. She didn't apologize yes. for it. She didn't. She just accepted it. Yes. So I think a lot of this, like with material, like the things that we want, being able to accept oh. that we want them. It, it, a number one skill I think people don't talk about is how to re- accept a compliment, because instantly people turn it either turn it down or uh, make it something it's not or can't receive it yep. after a show or you have to like give like reciprocate it yes. thank you I really liked this about yours and, yeah, yeah yes and so it turns this back and forth thing and yeah. then every, then it kind of nullifies everybody's yep you're taking almost it away from them of being able to compliment you yep and from yourself receiving it mm-hmm. yeah that's a massive yep oh that's heavy yeah are you good at that naturally Re- no I have to work at it. Yeah. Um, I've really been practicing it with my with my release coming up. Yeah. Like, are you excited? And then you know, I get inside, I'm like, oh, I can't talk too much about this because I don't want to make it all about me. But then I'm like, no, you know what? I did work hard for this. This is the thing that I'm most passionate about in my life right now. Yeah, I want to talk about it. They're asking me about it. They're interested in it. Yes. Yeah, let's talk about yeah. it. Like, that's not a bad thing to do. Yes. So, but I have to work at it. I definitely yeah. have to work at it. Interesting. Yes, because before now, before this conversation, I played with an artist who re- changed my life in thinking about how you talk about your music on stage. But then he realized, wait, this album is helping people. It's not about me. 
Uh, it's so I'm gonna I'm convinced it'll help you if you go buy it. Give it to your buy one for yourself, buy one for your friends. And so he went that direction, which I thought was awesome. But now that you're saying this, I think it's also right to say, hey, I made something. I think it's badass, mm-hmm. and I think you'll think it's badass too. You should check it out. Yep. And it feels weird, especially being in, like in the Midwest. Yeah. It's like ooh, that seems. But at the same time, it's like balancing letting go of your own ego. So that was yeah. one of my spiritual goals is letting go of my ego. But because like my album is not me, right? My album, it's something that I created, but I also was able to create it because of so many people who helped me out with it, um, you know, because of my faith in that. So like this wasn't all, it's recognizing that, yes, I made this thing and I worked hard, but it wasn't just me and recognizing oh everything yes. that goes into that. Yes. So by me promoting it, yeah. it's also promoting, hey, all of these people worked on this thing. Yeah. Like you're promoting a community by oh buying my, this. Yes. Oh my gosh. That is so well said. Where do we put our identity? Mm-hmm. That question is so important to me. Is this is this me? If I if you don't like what I created, does it mean you don't like me? Mm-hmm. If you don't like my music? One thing uh, to quote another book, Big Magic. Did I tell you about this one already? Big Magic by Liz Gilbert. So good. But she talks about um, like your books or the things that you create. Mm-hmm. Like people often say, "This is my baby. Like this is my CD. This is my baby. This is my book. This is my baby." She's yeah. like, "No, it's not your baby." Yeah. You don't care for it. You don't ner- like this is yeah, you made it, but yeah. if no one likes it, you can throw it away and you can move on to the next thing. It's not your baby. Oh. I yes. I really liked that. Oh, I love that too. Yeah. Holding on to things a bit looser. Mhm. Cuz then you can move on to the next thing. Yeah, I just um took one of my so I created a a live EP. Yeah. Uh 2 years ago. Okay. Hated it. Like hated how it turned out, but I put it out anyway because Yes. You know, I paid for it and I wanted something to mm-hmm. like help promote myself. Yeah. By the way, it's called We'll Play for Coffee because I'm yeah. a coffee nut too. Yes. Um, so I, I uh, had that out and then the other day I took it down like from the site because at the time it was like sort of my baby, right? It was yes. a thing that I had made, but it's not, it's served its purpose. It's done. Yes. And I like was able to take it down because it had served its purpose. So like it's okay to let go of things. Like even if we want these things, maybe in five years, like these material things that we want, like I want a new pair of jeans. Five years from now, those probably won't be good. We can have some output and get rid of the things that we took in. That's okay too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that. All right, should we All go right, to yeah. the next one? Yeah. Okay, financial. Hundred million dollars. <laughs> Okay, so I know this one can get kind of personal. So without mm-hmm. over, you know, without sharing yeah. more than you want to, yeah. what does this kind of look like for you? Pay off student loans, car loans. Yeah, yeah it was just small. Uh, uh, save three months of income. So if something like this happens again, it won't be as stressful yeah. as it is now. Uh, this getting coffee right here. Yeah, this is really yeah. painful. Uh, <laughs> start, start saving long term. I want to put a grant together. And maybe it'd be multiple. I would. I want to put a grant together that I could give to a musician that wants to record an album or do something creative, an endeavor that says, "Hey, I want to free up one month of your life mm-hmm. that you can pursue anything, create anything." Mm-hmm. Would you put down? There you go. Paying off debts. I want to quit my day job. That's yeah. the big one. Yeah. I want to quit it. I want to just do music full time. Yeah. Like outside of that, there's some small things here and there. Like, yeah. Want to save X amount. I want to make X amount. Yeah. But Ultimately, I want to I want to be free from the day job mm-hmm. and not set another step in mark marketing 
outside of my own like music marketing yeah yeah anymore so good yeah yeah that's what i want yeah <laughs> doable yeah totally it absolutely is yeah okay that's cool. cool okay creative goals things that you want to make things that you want to write what do you got live podcast interview mm -hmm. live event write a book I want to do three events I've just been putting off this past year. I'm calling them, I want to call them, I've always been curious about, like making better coffee, making cocktails at home, and then another one. Uh, I want to do, yeah, events in yeah. the cities. They're entertaining and fun for people. Yeah. We have four more. Do we have time for four more? I do. Like, do you okay. have time? Yes, I do. Uh, legacy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What do you want your legacy to be? This could be, this could be like goals or it could be like, I want to be known as the blah, 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 blah. What do you got? I want, want to, I want to make people feel heard. And the other one, I want to be known as a conduit. I would love, as much as I'm focusing right now on the things I want to do for myself in the future, I do really value the helping people create their vision, making, helping other people make their vision a reality mm -hmm. has been my thing, or tell their story, mm -hmm. and helping people do that in a clear way. I'd like to be known for that. That's so admirable. That's amazing. Yeah. Oh, thanks. Yeah, that would be it. What about yours? What'd you have? Um, that's what I, I wrote my tombstone dream. Yeah. Uh, so I said, here lies Lacey. She worked tirelessly to give the shirt off her back. Oh, yes. Yeah. Where's the work come from? In so that what statement? I liked about it was that I value hard work and I value work mm -hmm. ethic and keep going and like, you know, pursuing yourself and yes. your dreams and helping others and you know, yes. working and working and working and grinding away. Yeah. I love that concept. I know yes. it's not for everyone, yeah. but I love it. Yeah. Um, but at the end of the day, it comes down to like the connection that you have with people mm. and like what can you give to the person standing right in front of you. And if that's the shirt off of my back, like I don't have anything else with me. If I don't, you know, if I don't quote unquote make it, what can I still give to somebody? Yes. You know, so it doesn't matter what I have, it's what I do and how I treat others. Hell yes. I yeah. love that. That's so beautiful. Thank you. Because it's working towards something, but it's also acknowledging what's yours to give right now. Yeah. It's embracing like, What the can future. I do right now? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love I, you that. You know, I get, I get caught up in like the things that I want to do. Yeah. And not so much like what can I do right now? Yes. So, what is the work to be done right now in yeah, front of you? What's yes. the next little thing yes. that I can do? Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, we're going to do character goals next. So that's sort of like legacy, but yeah. it's the things that lead up to legacy. Like, what okay. are the little character things that you can do? Like, listening more or thinking mm. before you speak or I want to care for people mm. in this way and that way. Character yes. goals. What do you have down? Uh, I want to listen more. I want to go to a meeting, like a work meeting, without saying a word. I want to go and just listen. Unless someone directly asks me a question. I had a boss who did that, and it was the most impressive thing. He just sat there and let everyone else talk, and he took it all in. It was the most, it was just, I'll never forget the first time I went to, because it, it was right when I had started a new job, and I felt that I needed to impress and say all of these things that I knew. And it was the opposite of what I needed to do. It was just amazing. Um, That's huge. 
Yeah, and then the last other thing that I want to focus on is not smiling when I don't want to smile. <laughs> if I don't want to smile, if, or, or if I don't want to laugh, yes, don't laugh, don't smile. It's okay. Yes. To not do that. Is and that I'm I'm assuming that's going to be ten times harder for a girl. I mean, I have maybe you have you had the creepy dude saying like you, you should I love it when you smile. You should smile more. Yeah. That's like a common thing. I've heard that said to my wife. And just. It's so shocking how that's ingrained into our culture. Yep. Of expected for you to smile and yep. laugh. Yeah, I wrote that in uh, 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 Over Again, the title track of my album. Yeah. Because I had talked about Mona Lisa, and the the painting is actually really small, I guess. I didn't know that. I heard it on mm-hmm. a, a, pod, a podcast or something. Yeah. People were talking about, like, oh, it's really tiny. Yes. And they were underwhelmed by it. And uh, then it, like, it got me thinking. You know, you're underwhelmed by this. You have these expectations. And, like, Mona Lisa, it's amazing, but she doesn't smile. Why doesn't she smile? So I wrote kind of a sarcastic line. Some who've seen the Mona Lisa say they wish there was more Lisa. I say it's nice to meet you, but you should smile more. So it's like that's, like, you expect this great thing to have this standard. Oh, yes, that is so powerful. Oh, man, yes. Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't even know if that made sense with it, the context it, it, of our yes, conversation. It, it, I think it 100% makes sense. I'm stealing those. That's really good. <laughs> so we're going to do professional goals. Okay. So my ones are, I'm going to do another world tour. I'm, that's what's going to happen. I'm going to do it for bass. My, my favorite gig is in front of me still. It's going to be epic. Yeah. That's going to be a thing. Consult. I want to consult for live tours. Or li- in live shows, I want to. I'm passionate about coming in and consulting for a set that uh, I'm not playing in, and say okay, and working with an artist on how to what they can do to fine tune their show, uh, tran- work on transitions, intros, outros, uh, band dynamics. I love doing that when I'm playing, and it'd be fun to do that in a thing where I can just only focus on that and help an artist put on like a badass rock show, or not rock, but or acoustic show, or whatever it is. Their their whatever their voice is, take it to the next level and just do a consulting thing with them. Uh, I, I'm passionate about that, so I'm gonna do that. Awesome. Yeah. Okay, what did you write down for professional? Uh, obviously, quitting my job, and then a whole line of venues that I want to play. Yeah, uh, I want to open for Regina Spector. I want to do a Tiny Desk concert. Mm-hmm. Yes. This one goes on and on. I actually have, I haven't put it up since I moved, but I have a wall in my house where I just have like each of these on a piece of paper and taped up on the mm. wall and get to mark Like a them vision off board? And, yeah, but okay. it's an entire wall. Really? Yeah. And so I, what kind of paper? I want to really visualize Notebook what you Notebook paper. Okay. And you just rip out a page? Yeah, and write in really it, big letters. And you tape it up on and the I wall. And tape it up on the wall. And then what happens if you accomplish it? Then I get to write the date that I accomplished it on the and wall. And then you leave it up. I leave still. it up unless like there's not enough room. And That's then I have cool. to take things down. But yeah, oh, because man. I like to remind myself, yes, I have done things. Mm. You know, I get in a habit yes. of chasing after the next thing and forgetting what what I have mm-hmm. been able to achieve. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it's a nice reminder. And then I also have a, a wall of rejections of emails that I sent out of people who just say no or people who don't respond or... What? Yeah. Okay. So and I... And why do you do that? Because it's pure evidence that I'm trying to do things. Mm. You know, and it's, it's a no that encourages me to keep trying for the next thing. Like, I didn't get this one, but maybe look at this board. Maybe I could get that. 
And then, uh, so there was a grant that I applied for that I didn't get, and I was very disappointed that I didn't get it because I thought my application was awesome, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, I applied for it again the next year, but that whole year I had the rejection letter printed out, and uh, I looked at it every day. It's like, I didn't get this. Why didn't I get that? But luckily I got feedback from the people, like, this is what I need to work on. Applied for it the next year, got the grant. Mm. Ended up getting to sit on the grant panel. Um, yeah. The following year for for the same grant, which is like she sat on the grant panel. Yeah. For the next year. Yeah. What? Yeah, which is amazing. Right? Yeah. So cool. It's That's like so that no, that rejection letter kept pushing me forward. It fueled you. Yeah. Oh my gosh. But again, yes. that's not maybe the healthiest thing for everyone. For me, it works. I think that is so brilliant. I love that. Thanks. The. Uh, I also was wondering if by when you re, when you see those no's does it take does it take the power away from it because when you get a no that you give all this power to a no <laughs> and I wonder if by seeing them saying oh you're just this is just how it works yeah this, it's this not is, personal yeah it's not personal you, this no didn't ruin me and didn't do any, it didn't stop me yep interesting oh that yeah. is cool thanks I've never heard of anybody putting up a no wall rejection wall oh I have a I have a fortitude folder in Evernote, you can use whatever. Whenever I get, whenever I get an email about the podcast or something, a really genuine encouragement, I save it. I put it in a folder. And if any day I'm like questioning myself about moving forward, I pull it up. I call it forced fortitude, and I pull it up, and I'll see. Oh yeah, because of this stuff I've made, these all things happen. And I'm going to do a rejection folder. I'm going to go through and save all the no's I've gotten. Yeah. that's really brilliant, too. The Fortitude folder is a really great idea, yeah. too. Ooh, yeah. I'm going to try that one. Yeah, if it's a text, I'll screenshot it and I save it in, Ever- in Evernote under yeah. a tag. Uh, or other emails. Or I've gotten, I'll put voicemails in there I can listen to again. Whatever it is. It's been, how, it's oh, been a game changer amazing. for me. For someone. Because I just, you forget the impact. Forced. Or the small things. Fortitude folder. Mm. Cool. Okay, so I have one more. Like, we're done with the categories mm-hmm. here. I have one sort of follow-up uh, scorecard thing. Okay. So for the program, yeah. uh, where it goes from here is that each of these areas gets its own session. So there is a like an introduction to every session. Um, in a corporate setting, I did them once a month with every person. So every person got one session per month. And we touched on this scorecard, scorecard with four major areas. And then there was every month there was a session on you know physical well-being, on emotional and relationships, yes. on prioritization. And then mm. we take at the very beginning we take some of these goals and dreams that you've written mm-hmm. down, and we pick you know three of them that you would like to really go after. And then we make action plans in each category. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, just like in general. In general. Yeah. So you can dig through this list and okay. say, I actually want to achieve this. Yes. How can I make it happen? Yeah. Here's the steps that I want to do. Yeah. So that's sort of how the program works yep. in a nutshell. Yep. So I'm going to end on this scorecard. So there's four areas physical, emotional, intellectual, and spiritual. So I'll have you write those down physical, emotional, intellectual, spiritual. Okay. All right. So uh, under each one of these, what I want you to put is red, yellow, or green. Where do you think you are? Do you think like your physical well-being and where you sit, like are you at a green where you feel really good about where Mm. you're at? Are you at a red where you really just need a lot of improvements? Are you at a yellow where you're kind of in the middle? So for each one of these, put red, yellow, or green. And it's okay wherever you're at is where you're at. It's not, this is not a static concept. This is a fluid, 
fluid chart or scorecard. Like day to day could change even. Absolutely. So where are you at today in this moment in each of these areas? And remember emotional is the relationships, Mm -hmm. intellectual and spiritual. Yeah. Makes sense. And so how often do you have people do this? You said once a month. Yeah, it was once a month in the corporate setting that I was in. I find this interesting because for me, it could ebb and flow on the day. Oh, absolutely. Uh, How you're feeling or the week, whatever. (laughs) So that's the Dream Manager program. Okay, <laughs> let's end with this. Genuinely, seriously, thank you. I am just by the way you hold yourself and the way you just your existence. I'm so inspired by you as a person. I thank you. you your you-ness makes me want to be more fully myself. Does that make sense? Yeah. And your confidence and your listening and caring. Uh, I I just can't think of a time someone's asked me like more questions or I felt listened to as much as this. So this conversation was a massive gift. I'm super thankful for you. Thanks for taking time. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. Before you go, I hope that if you were listening to this, maybe if you're driving, uh, you probably didn't stop to pause this episode and fill out your own uh, answers to these questions, but here's where here's where we kind of left out. Now what? We didn't go into now that we've had these dreams, we've made, we've allowed ourselves to dream about the future, to write things down, to express them. Uh, what now? And now, Sarah, you you and I were having a conversation, and you had talked about something called motivational interviewing. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is that? Oh well, there's this concept, whatever you want to call it, called motivational interviewing, and it's something common in social services and other kind of helping fields. I went to the training years ago. And it's basically how to get someone from that beginning stage to actually acting on their own free will, of course. But the first stage that you have when when you're about to go through a change um, is pre-contemplation. So this is just where you recognize maybe not that you want to make a change, but that something is wrong. Let's say you want to quit smoking. You realize, okay, if I keep smoking, I might not be around for my kids' lives, whatever. Mm-hmm. So you haven't decided to change it, but that's like the first thing, pre-contemplation. The second stage is contemplation. So now you realized um, that whatever the behavior is, it's a problem for you. And now you're actually contemplating it. Stage three is preparation. So that's where you haven't made the change yet, but you're making uh, kind of a game plan for what you need to be successful to actually make the change. And then stage four is the action change. So obviously that's what it sounds like. And then stage five is the maintenance stage. Anyway, so that's that's the framework for motivational interviewing. And it's something you kind of guide people through, but it's also, I think, useful for us to think about our own change. The reason I like what you said with the motivational interviewing, even though it's its own style, I think it's fascinating because even this contemplation, that's, this is the contemplation phase, this dreaming thing that we all just went through. Uh, and now the next steps to really take this serious, the next steps that I'm going to go through, I have all the stuff that I wrote down. I'm going to think about preparation mm-hmm. and I'm going, she mentioned that you can go through and pick, just pick for this month, circle three things that you want to work towards. Don't, if you, if you focus on everything that you wrote down, it's just going to be overkill. You will but fail. For yeah. this next month, just circle three things that you want to move towards. And within those three things, I personally would say from my experience in life, I would say write down maybe three to five small action steps that you can take right now. 
And that would be the preparation phase of writing those down, put those up on the wall, wherever you want to put them, write them anywhere you need to. Uh, and then the next step is take action. Like you were just saying, I, I feel like I'm going to be committed. I've got it already in my head, the things I want to take action on to move towards uh, my goals, my dreams. I would love to hear your guys' thoughts on all of this. You can write into the curiouspod.com slash contact, or you can call the podcast hotline. The number is in the show notes below. Before you leave, if you're listening to this, currently the week that I posted this, Lacey has her CD release show at the Astor Cafe in Minneapolis. It's Saturday, April 13th at 9 p.m. And after we were done talking, I asked Lacey if she was cool with people reaching out to her. If you want to reach out to her, thank her. I think this is a massive gift that she's given us. If you want to reach out to her. You can find her on facebook.com slash Lacey Gook. Her name is L-A-C-E-Y-G-U-C-K. You can find her on Instagram or Twitter at at Lacey Gook or her website is LaceyGook.com. Here's Lacey's song off her new album, Over Again. I hope you guys have a great rest of your day and enjoy. Bye-bye now. I just like saying that. <laughs> Reminding me Places I've been, I am falling in love all over again.
Hey guys, this is Rob with just a quick note before you head off into your week. I just wanted to say a huge thank you, a massive thank you to any of you that have rated, commented, or subscribed to this podcast on iTunes. Also, thank you to those of you that have reached out to me and shared your stories of how these interviews or some of these conversations have impacted you, have inspired you. Man, that has been so awesome to hear. If you have a story you'd like to share with me, head over to thecuriouspod.com slash contact, and I'd love to hear your stories or any just questions you may have for me. Hey, while you're over there, if you want to check out show notes for this or any of the other interviews I've done or contact info for this guest or any of the others, head over to thecuriouspod.com for any of that. And also, I'm really pumped about this. We have a map right there on the front of the website that shows all the locations that these interviews and conversations have taken place. It's pretty cool. You can click on it. You can see where these have done. If you want to go visit them, if you've heard something you like and you want to go check it out for yourself, that's right there. Or you can just check it out at thecuriouspod.com slash map or just right there on the front of the website. I'll show. I'll show. Also, if you want to reach out to me on social media or follow me anywhere, pretty much everything online is the Rob Morgan at the Rob Morgan, whatever you, you, you know, the drill. All right. Enough of that nonsense. All this podcasting has made me thirsty. You know, (laughs) I am so pumped that I do not have to deal with sponsors for this podcast, or else I'd have to tell you, podcasting makes me thirsty, and nothing quenches a podcast thirst, whether you're listening, uh, interviewing, editing, recording, listening to something unrelated to a podcast, nothing quenches a thirst like a Guinness. Hey, Hofi, can I steal you for a second? Do you have anything you want to say about Guinness? I'd like to take a minute to thank Guinness, because it truly is made of more. That's all. All right. That's it, thanks. I love that crap. All right. Have a great week. See you next Tuesday. Anything else? Thanks for being here. (laughs) Say the most random thing you can think of. Yell it. I got nothing. The only word I can think of is formaldehyde. (laughs) Perfect.